Episode 116 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. We're coming off this weekend off of an elimination chamber that was heavily hyped, taking place in Montreal, Canada. And there's a lot of Canadians up there that were just hyped as hell to see Zami Zayn go up against Roman Reigns. We're going to, you know, we, we talked a little bit about it last week. We're going to give our feedback and go over the results. It's pretty much going to take up most of the show. We'll see what happens, uh, if there's anything going on in AEW. But also, Mercedes Monet, more famously known for Sasha Banks, actually acquired a pretty big title over the weekend as well. So, before we get to all that good business, let's introduce the fellas real quick. He's down in Bayview. He keeps it freshly squeezed. His name is Matt Michelson. What up, Matt? Oh, 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 oh. let's go. <laughs> oh man Got never Charlie heard it back so hyped. tonight i know unreal yeah we'll get into it just so many thoughts on that match yeah that's sammy Zayn's music uh the little ska fever pitch that he got everybody whipped up into in montreal this weekend we'll get to that like you said matt but we got to introduce my guy he's back oh my god it's charlie michael how are you charlie not too bad D. Elite, the the elite. Nice. Super awesome. kick party. Oh yeah. <laughs> Super oh, kick. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about that? Uh, that little um angle they're working with Top Flight and Ar Fox. Good matches. Great matches. Yeah. Ar Fox like is that really trait. kicking ass. He's he's a he's a, he, he he's. I mean, I'd say he's a star, but he's a great, he's really good in the ring. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, he's kind of a journeyman, is he not? Yeah. He's been, been around. A while. Glad he's getting a while. Glad he's getting a chance to uh, get a, a nice a nice role and show what he can do. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of good to, like, get an indie guy in like him because that's what made AEW so special, like when they brought Eddie Kingston in full time and, you know, just kind of breathe that remind like those wrestlers why they're there and where they came from that sort of thing i think it's good so yeah keep it up keep it up oh yeah well speaking of keeping up uh there like i said there was a big pay-per-view with wwe on the road to wrestlemania it's elimination chamber it's pretty classic right after the royal rumble that's where the big stories start to develop elimination chamber kind of carries it over it's an interesting way i mean there's really not anything interesting about the elimination chamber match itself this year that's for sure especially with the wrestlers i can't even tell you anybody who participated in it i think it was like austin theory or something like that probably did he win i'm guessing yeah yeah so there you go okay that was so another match even... that was screwy ending it was yeah we can go into it but that was a couple bad endings in my opinion but go ahead yeah we can yeah yeah it. well yeah um i did turn it on saturday night um just to see what was going on because you know i want to get excited for wrestlemania i'll take a little wrestling 
I, I mean, we're on a wrestling podcast. I'm a fan. I'm Give done. me something good. And I've I'm been done hearing. With I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay, well, just take it easy, Charlie. We'll get to it. We'll set you up, buddy. Yeah. So, well, this was the thing. So, Charlie, he's saying, you know, in the text messages, we're in our group thread, like, this is good. Yeah, is I was good. hyped. You know, for a month or two. And I'm just like, shit, I might, I might have to pay attention to this. And, you know, yeah, I tuned into the highlights, this whole uh, bloodline with Sami Zayn. And it's we've, we've covered it on the podcast, too. And if you've been watching WWE, you probably already know what's going on anyway. So this is where it would all come to a head after Sami turned his back on uh, the head of the table, Roman Reigns. And it was in his hometown of Montreal, Canada. And he, you know, it, th- there's there's big talent coming out of um, Canada, Montreal, Toronto, all that area. But I wouldn't even put Sami Zayn at the top of it. That's just my opinion. If you want to go over, you know, all-time Canadians. Is he in the top five? Probably not in my book. But that's just my opinion. We can argue about that for another day, but you would think he was the top guy of all time uh, this past Saturday. The crowd was absolutely lit for him. Just even before on the pre-show, they were saying like, fuck you, Roman, and, you know, chanting Sammy's name. I I love it. I love it. It was kind of like a World Cup atmosphere, basically, in Montreal. And, okay, we just said the pay-per-view was pretty shit. I think they had like 30 or 40 minutes to tell this uh, main event story obviously Roman Reigns is going to take his sweet ass time getting out to the ring but before that Sami Zayn put on a goddamn show he was obviously so t- uh, lit and uh, hyped up for this his wife was ringside nice little moment a lot of Montreal Canadiens jerseys in the stands really really good shit uh, we talked about how hey could Sammy have won this match Charlie I know you were kind of like Maybe he's got a chance, or did you think no? Uh, I, my, I mean, like a 10% chance. I was mm-hmm. thinking that they might do something fresh and different, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think a couple of times I thought maybe they were going to do it, but they, 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 they worked a good match to make you believe a couple of times, make me believe a couple of times, but in my heart of hearts, but he said, hey, you got 100 bucks, 100 bucks, which way are you going? I've been all Romans winning, you know? For sure. A few years ago, I was really into WWE when we first started recording this podcast, and I dropped off shortly thereafter, mostly because AEW became a thing, but also because of shit like this, where yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. You just think, oh man, this the the choice is so obvious, right? And then they don't do it. It's it's getting WWE'd all over again. Um, I was listening to the Wrestling Observer podcast earlier today with Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer talking about this. And Brian had, I think, the best take on it. And he said, you know, obviously the story's been building to Cody and Roman at WrestleMania. And I think even on last week's episode of this show, we even said, you know, gun to your head, who you think it's going to be? And we all agreed it's going to be Roman and Cody. In the moment, though, God, it, and Brian Alvarez said the same thing. They should have put the title on Sammy. Yep. It was, it, yep. If they were going to make a call in the moment, that would have been the call to make. Now, I know last week, you know, taking a step back from that, last week we did talk about how you're going to feel heartbreak from it. Yes, totally. I get that. But the level at which it was, was just insane. Like, you know, we talked a little bit, Mike talked about the crowd in Montreal you would swear we were at AEW All Out 2021 
based on this crowd. It was just one of the hottest crowds I've ever seen. And these guys worked a match to Charlie's point. They worked a great match. But if you look at how simple this match was, like at one point, Sammy did a double axe handle off the top rope, lands on his feet, and the crowd just loses their minds. Like (laughs) they could have done anything, and they did. And it was awesome. It was the most simple match you've ever seen. But it was received like, you know, seven stars in the Tokyo Dome. Just incredible. So I felt really deflated at the end of this pay-per-view. I did appreciate them bringing Kevin Owens out. I don't think they did quite enough to tease a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn reunion. At the same time, thinking back to war games, these two were not on good terms. So again, in the moment, you forget all that. Taking a minute now to take a step back and think about it. Yeah, Kevin and Sami aren't on good terms. They're working on that. We saw that tonight on Raw at the time of this recording. And I think come WrestleMania... Cody's got to be the guy. And if he's not, I've heard some really ridiculous fantasy booking that I would love to see. Like imagine Cody losing at WrestleMania because think about it. Vince brings in the King of AEW to job him out would not be surprised. And then maybe it's like, okay, well who's left? Maybe punk comes in, but we know that his contract's not up for quite some time yet. So realistically, could that happen? I don't know. I, at this point, I'm starting to get sucked back into Charlie's point. I think I'm just kind of caught up in the WWE bubble at the moment. But all that being said, this match was phenomenal, minus the ending. I think that was kind of the vibe of most of the matches on this card. Overall, it was a really fun show. But yeah, Mike, I don't know if you had any additional thoughts on this match. Well, yeah, I th- I agree with you that they should have put the title on him. I thought there was no chance they actually would just because of WWE. <laughs> But yep. honestly, dudes, if they did put the title on him, it would have made when um, Daniel Bryan won his championship look like a golf clap because that <laughs> place was ready and oh, launching. Exploded. Just tear the roof off. They would be st- st- singing in the streets. Cars would probably be flip. No, they're Canadian. They wouldn't. They, they're not Philly fans. But I mean, just like they would go absolutely banana lands and it would have been fun it would have created a great buzz just create that moment create that memory they haven't Put done jack shit. yeah they haven't done jack shit as far as creating like those magical moments you know how they always have their little montage in the beginning with all the greatest moments in wwe history when the fuck uh, when in the last 25 years have they done something like that like created something like that 1990 daniel bryan or whatever yeah. yeah, I was going to say 1998 when Austin beat Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Yeah. But... Or The Rock are doing something. But, yeah. I mean, nothing current, nothing, damn near nothing within five, eight years, ten years for sure. Oh, yeah. So, so I mean, they had an opportunity because when are they going to have something like this back up in Canada with Sami Zayn, an ultimate underdog where nobody would even expect it to ever yeah. have this storyline and have the momentum and heat? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Just do it. Take it off of them. Tell your Cody Roman story. Who gives a fuck? Give the people what they want that paid the goddamn money to be there. And just, you're an entertainment business. Entertain the fucking people. Make them happy. Nobody gives a fuck about your stupid fucking story. Fuck. So, yeah, there's my take. <laughs> yeah. But, um, first opportunity to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could have. Um, they should have made the move. Cause it. Yeah. It would have made like even because it would have made even guys like me. Oh shit! I got. I want to watch Monday now to see 
where exactly. it goes. And now exactly. it's like, that's ah, same old shit. They put on a good show. Yeah. At least, you know, it was a, at least it was a decent show, but nothing mm-hmm. special happened. It's like nothing. When you think about it overall, nothing special happened. It made that Logan Paul interference actually look that was more uh, pivotal it than it actually was compared uh, to the night. That, yeah, it was so dumb. To me, that ruined it. That ruined that match. It was a, it was a pretty decent match, you know. Mm-hmm. Good high spots, good shit, but it just ruined it with that dumb running, you know. Right. Yeah. And he, I mean, did, that, did he even attack anybody? It was like he just ran into the cage. He stuck, ran into and, and, and then, then Rollins built wins. Yeah, and it was because it's like any fool, like in suspended reality, it's like he was waiting and the turnbuckle for him to, to come in. He comes in, does his flip, and then he runs. It's like you saw him coming. Why would you do that anyway? It was just, it was just goofy. It was typical WWE stuff. So, for those of our listeners who haven't heard us rag on WWE before, I think. The best way to sum it up, and if you're a WWE fan, you might kind of know this already, but just to shed a really harsh light on it, whenever WWE decides who they want to be their person, they will stop at nothing to make them their person. The storyline will never adjust based on how you feel about their storyline, and that's where the everything goes wrong. You know, take Sami Zayn's perfect example. That building was so hot i people were, were comparing it to cm punk versus john cena money in the bank 2011 which if you've never seen that match go check it out on peacock but you have to watch it. i never watched that i don't think I, i'd quit kind of watching consistently at that time yeah it's it, it i don't know if it ages well i mean at the time it was amazing because of the story I'm sure the, behind it. Chicago, i'm sure the chicago crowd was going nuts you know that would sell is a good match exactly know? and you have the exact same situation here with Sami Zayn in montreal like the crowd is just as hot if not hotter and then nothing happens because the plan is and always has been we got to go with cody at mania because that's the plan so or they just can't get out of their way with this steen and sammy Zayn pairing like they can't like just separate yeah. the two for it's, uh, like a the moment they're always going to be prepared because they're buddies too yeah and, it, and it's they're, so they're stupid yeah they're stupid too because they're going to try to say okay him and roman are done now so you should really care about those two going for the title tag team titles which WWE doesn't even care about tag team so who wants to who wants to win that consolation prize what's that the 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 big prize is the the singles title so but you're mm-hmm. oh but you should really care about the tag team titles now why that's a cancel that's not even, that's a consolation prize it's not even that good of a consolation prize it's like why yeah. I mean we'll see if their fans fall for it but I'm like I'm done you know, yeah, the obviously, other... obviously, I'll watch Mania, but I'm like, I'm not gonna be keeping Mark an eye on. Yeah, keep. Oh, what's going on Friday with the clips and trying to find out? I'm if I see it, I'll see it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to find it because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. same old, same old shit. Nothing, nothing interesting or surprising. Because I mean, WWE has been hot lately, and they just kind of, to me, they just kind of killed their hotness with their own predictability you know their own predictable crap you know it was very predictable um i will say after watching a little bit of monday night raw tonight there was a segment between sammy's and kevin owens because of course they got to start moving that storyline along right away yep sammy and kevin uh, for being buddies i think in the time they've been in wwe and i'm including nxt so going back to 2015 
when Kevin Owens turned his back on Sami Zayn, they've never really like become friends again ever since then. And like at the same time, everybody knows their history and knows that they're really friends. So for me as a longtime fan, I think it's kind of an interesting idea to make them friends again. I was even thinking, why did, why wouldn't you do that the moment you brought them up to the main roster? But, you know, things happen. So I guess given what we've been dealt, I'll take it at this point. But again, this isn't one of those things where we the fans should have to bargain for what we want. That's why a lot right. of people who used to watch WWE religiously now watch AEW because if you want to see something happen – Odds are it'll probably happen in AEW. They listen to what the fans want. They give them what they want. And that's why it's such a hot product right now. It's it's almost like watching the Muppet show, like <laughs> like a variety show, like Monday Night Raw now. Yeah, Charlie, I actually turned it on because I wanted to see what was going on, uh, kind of preparing to record tonight to see what the latest news was. And I'm just seeing segment after segment, and it's almost like Saturday Night Live. Like, it's not even like wrestling. It's just like, okay, go out there, say your lines that we wrote for you that we, you know, you have no creative on, no nothing. I don't know, man. I just feel like, I mean, I understand why a bunch of these fucking people left, but, you know, I feel bad for the people that got laid off, but the people that wanted to separate from this business, this isn't wrestling. It's not even good. I mean, they're, they're, they can wrestle. They can wrestle a match. They can go out there and work a match. But as far as like the like the spirit of wrestling, this is just shit. Yep. And yeah, Matt, it's just sad that they won't, you know, course correct for the fans that pay the money that spend like their hard earned dollars. I mean, it's hard to make money nowadays and there's only so much hours in the day that you can focus your attention on. You should be fucking grateful that people are paying attention to your shit still, especially when you yep. clearly don't give a fuck and trying to make it good. So yeah. I just think they uh, they missed on this. Would have been nice, but not surprised either. So we'll uh, maybe keep an eye on it. Maybe not. We'll see what happens with Cody and Roman. That's where it's leading. But other than that, there's, I mean, just this is just kind of like spin the spinner on like a game board spinner and pick a matchup, and that's just what you're going to kind of get leading up to WrestleMania. And, and it's really going to be nothing different than an actual Monday Night Raw pretty much. So. Yep, and my and my take take on it too is you know there's no guarantee. I mean, there's no guarantee that Cody wins on Mania, but let's say he no. does. I don't think he will. I think they're gonna try to do this 1,000 day champion. Like they want to say that so bad. It would be post. smart. It would be smart. But um, yeah, they're going with that. But my take on it is okay. Cody gets it. Then what? I think it's gonna. I think it's not gonna be exciting. I I don't think Cody you know these guys talk about oh Cody's a star this that and the other I don't know if he's a star man. I put him at a I put him at a B plus player. You know, they're trying to make sure. him an A. I put him at a B plus. You know. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. But my take is he gets it. I don't I don't after a month after he gets it, is he still gonna be hot? I don't think is so. Is Cody really loved there? Like, I don't know even any of the... I don't read the comments of WWE. Like, are people backing up Cody? Like, he's great? Or have you guys heard anything? I, Do people I like think him? It's more, I think it's more positive than negative mm-hmm. right now. But, I mean, I'm sure... We'll, we'll see how shit goes with Sammy and all that. But, um, I just... I just... I, maybe. I, maybe WWE fans are idiots, but would you... 
I wouldn't pay a dime to go see Cody. You know, no. you know, if I, you know, he was cool in AEW to be there, but I wouldn't. It was like, oh, Cody's on the card. I got to go. You know, I go for the whole show. It's not just to, to go see him. If you caught the weight belt, would you keep it, though? I'd throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like the ECW fans. I'd throw it back, dude. I don't want it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I get what you mean, Charlie. I feel like I... I don't feel like Cody's a draw either. At least he wasn't yeah. in W. Like, don't get me wrong. If he had a match on TV, I'd be like, awesome, great. That's a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. But now within WWE, though, to your point, would I love to see him be Roman? Sure, absolutely. It's He is AEW. Roman is WWE to a lot of people. So seeing that would be really interesting. The other thing, though, that I hadn't really thought about, and you, I think you sort of made me think this, is... Let's say Cody wins. Okay, then what? Like, what is exactly going into it? Like, then what? Like, he doesn't have any clear opponents for once he has the title. He doesn't really have a story other than wanting to hold the belt because, you know, Dusty held it. So once he holds it, it's like, that's great. And I think that's an issue AEW has run into a lot with their title reigns is the chase is phenomenal. And then they actually get the title and it's like, oh, okay, now what do you do? So and also, also they would be kind of doing the AEW thing, how AEW puts their championship belt on former WWE guys, so they would never. Do I, that. That's the thing. That's the thing too. Guys were saying, so they're gonna get let Cody come in within a few months and put him over an AEW yeah. guy, put give the belt to him over their guys. Yeah, so I, mean, I guess it couldn't happen. But it would be too similar because let's think about it. AEW had Chris Jericho, they had CM Punk, John Moxley several times. I mean, Kenny Omega is his own person, but uh, no, Daniel Bryan hasn't held it. Page, no. Okay, so like what? Three out of the five champions that have held the AEW belt are all former WWE guys. So I feel I don't think they'll put the the strap on. Somebody that wasn't homegrown, so it's hard to say. Uh, Keep in mind, Cody was. Cody started there. He started there. Yeah, he started there. And Dusty has history there, and they always got to remind you of that every week. So, is it possible? Sure. Hmm. Um, you know, but man, AEW's fresh. I don't know. It's really hard to say. So the only way we're gonna know is what happens at WrestleMania when the match. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Yep. Well, sounds like we're working ourselves up into a frenzy playing devil's advocate here. Uh, so, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Pretty much everything else is pretty um, unconsequential. <laughs> but uh, we did talk about how former WWE star Sasha Banks, now going as Mercedes Monet, she just won the Women's New Japan Women's title this past weekend we didn't get a chance to see it but is this something that could maybe carry over into aew do you think we're still maybe see sasha or are we calling her mercedes straight up now are we going to see mercedes in aew think soon maybe at revolution if i had a hundred dollars i would bet that she does go to aew at some point i don't know if she'll she'll sign a contract exclusive with them but she will go to aew there's you know, she wants to work all those different things that she couldn't work before, and there's no way she has a freedom now and not do AEW. She's she's definitely doing it at some point. I'd say the exact same thing. I with AEW and New Japan having this forbidden door where they can just pass wrestlers back and forth. I mean, 
what better opportunity than Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet, right? Um, another name that pops into my mind, well, before I even go off on that tangent, the, I think the big reason I can see Mercedes making an appearance or several in AEW is think about the New Japan IWGP women's title. Kyrie held new. it, and then you have Mercedes. And who yep. else is there? I That's I don't know. It. And maybe I'm wrong. I'm not that That's close it. to New Japan anymore. Right. They just started that belt. Okay. So given that, they don't really have a women's division to nope. use. Yep. They think she has to work with stardom, you know? Yep. Right. But just imagine AEW getting Mercedes oh, Monet yeah. on TV. What a slap in the face to WWE. And oh. it's good business for New Japan at the same time. Um, fun side story quick. I actually signed up for New Japan World prior to Wrestle Kingdom 17. Oh, just nice. Just because I wanted to see it and stuff. I watched a lot of content on there. Um, I actually canceled my membership today because I realized Battle in the Valley is not included unless you pay. Oh, that sucks. I can send I, you a link to where it's at. What's Battle in the Valley? Uh, Battle in the Valley Sasha is the one. Yeah, the one on Saturday when Sasha won the title. Oh. Yep. Oh. Yep. That was the big show. It's odd it. because Wrestle Kingdom was included with the New Japan World membership, but this pay-per-view isn't, which is really which is weird. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so Mercedes uh, comes in, wins the title. It's just good business for AEW. Um, it makes all the sense in the world. Oh yeah, they're gonna yeah they're gonna get her, especially after all the shit WWE was talking about Tony this weekend. But I, I mean, I guess I know. I think you're going this one, uh, Matt. But what's your what's your feeling on Jay White? Where's he going? So this is the other tangent I was going to go off. I knew on. you were going. That's why I jumped in. I knew that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah. So for those of our listeners who don't follow New Japan super closely, Jay White was the IWGP heavyweight champion for quite a while. And he recently lost the title to Okada. Since then, I think he's lost two different Loser Leaves Japan matches. Um, the most recent one, funny enough, was against Eddie Kingston. And so... It was really cool to see Eddie win that match, but now that leaves Jay White in a really unusual position because he has no title. He's lost two matches saying, you got to get out of here, but where does he go? Um, I got to believe if Mercedes Monet is going to make an appearance in the women's division of AEW, I mean, how awesome would it be for Jay White to also pop up there? Revolution's right around the corner. We know Tony Khan loves doing these really cool surprise pop-ups with new debuts, new stars, all that kind of stuff. And quite frankly, I think it's been a while since we've seen anyone new pop up in AEW. Tony Khan went on this hiring spree in 2021, which... Quite frankly, I think kind of bit him in the ass a little bit because now we're seeing uh, trouble get, keeping people on TV consistently. But man, Mercedes Monet, come on! Like that would be foolish to pass up. Oh, oh, he's not passing that up, dude. That's yeah. a she's definitely coming. I don't know if she'll be AEW exclusive, but she's definitely going to do a few dates there. And out of off. One other thing I will mention: um, Adam Cole is coming back at Revolution supposedly. But we don't know who his opponent's going to be yet or what he's going to be doing. So how perfect of an opening would that be for someone like Jay White, the guy who put him out of action, to come back? Maybe those two have a match. Maybe they partner up. I don't know. But, but it would you, definitely would make you want for to bring Jay, But Would you want to bring Jay White in the job? Yeah, that would, see, that I mean, would Adam, Adam Cole, I wouldn't, love, I wouldn't do that. Because you want both those guys to come in and look strong, in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Adam Cole faces somebody else, wins the match, Lights go out, lights come on. Jay White's there. Or That'd be cool. Interference plus, plus runs they could sell, in the match. 
They can possibly. sell Jay White as a face tweener type of guy because MJF is going to need some guys to battle with after this Daniel Bryan thing. Right. So they they need some they need some they need some. Well, he's a good guy, so they need some good faces for um for him to, to battle with. I don't know. Totally. I, I it's easy to spend someone else's money, but I would I would try to bring him in Jay White if I could. Yeah, why not? Why not? The more the merrier and the better quality you can have. I mean, have some fun. Jacksonville Jaguars are up. I mean, the Khan family should be just celebrating. Make it rain. No, they got, no, <laughs> they got, oh, they got money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just fucking throw the bank at it. Who cares? You only live once. YOLO, baby. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, Revolution. I really like this show. Um so we got MJF and Daniel Bryan, as we just said. We got John Moxley, Adam Hangman Page. Um, what's the tag situation going on here? The Ass Boys or what? Yes. So this one's interesting. So the Guns or the Ass Boys are currently the tag team champions, which I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. But but to answer your question, Mike, we've got them, the Acclaimed, and then two other teams, which are being decided as part of two separate battle royals, which. I think take place this week or maybe next week. I forget, but it's very convoluted how they're actually deciding who it's going to be. But ultimately it's going to be four teams all facing each other at the exact same time for the tag team titles at revolution, which could be a really cool match. Um, I guess I'm yeah. more curious though, you know, cause we never really touched on this, but a couple weeks ago, the guns ended up picking up the titles from the acclaimed. I mean, what did you guys think of that? Like it, it's interesting to be swerved, but was it the right call? I uh I I thought it was good. We kind of reported so I. I'm okay with it. after it uh because we recorded that Wednesday night and I just think, you know, when the acclaim is like this hot, they're going to go down naturally and you don't want to try to like keep giving them this great great stuff and then have it get old and stale. I think it'd be a little easier to keep that really good material like, you know, for later, bring them down a couple notches. No, there's no worries. I mean, it's the guns here. It's not like FTR. This, this is not a threat. This is something that it's a bump in the road. This is a loss. You just flush down the toilet. You get the titles back, and then you got the fun, hot, over acclaimed back, and then you can start over doing funny ass shit could, again. Yep, or they could save or, or they could, if they don't win it at Revolution, they could save it. Daddy, daddy ass does a turn, joins his joins his boys then the chase is for the acclaim to to try to get it back and then they have the big playoff match at um what all out mm. in uh, uh vegas double or nothing i don't know i don't I'm, I'm just fantasy booking i don't know if they'll get it soon or later but i mean the money the money with uh those guys ftr would be in the chase you know you know, it's good to have a tag team that nobody likes that that has the belt, so they hate them. They hate on them. They feed off of it, and then the acclaim is chasing them. They got got dicked over by Daddy Ass, and you know you make you go after it. You know, I, it seems like a good a good move. Have them retain on some dirty moves on uh, Revolution, and go from there. That's just me. I don't know. Well, and it strengthens the guns, who are, like, kind of, like, really easy to hate, but they're young up-and-comers. They'll be future stars if they stick together. Um, and I like their look. They're, they're little snots, and as long as their dad is there, too, they're going to be just great. 
So even when they they need to get kind of some recognition, hopefully get some Facebook fo- or Instagram followers or TikTok, whatever the fuck kids are following nowadays, you know, <laughs> get some content out there for them to be like, because, you know, you just always, you have to be working for the future. Prime example. We just got done talking about WWE. They have nobody outside of Roman Reigns. because Yeah, they that's, why I, that's why I said with that Cody thing, once that bloodline story's over, what do they got? Nothing, 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 right? Nothing. So, that's that's why I said the tag titles are a consolation for yeah. Steen and Generico. It's like, what's why? Why are you going and for I, that? Yeah, and I think this is a really good time to do just experimental stuff right now too. Before Double or Nothing, before All Out, while uh, there's no football on and people are just kind of looking to watch something because they haven't really been following stories, the casual wrestling fan or maybe the non-wrestling fan that just sees it on TV. They're just like, oh, these guys are the guns. Oh, I remember fucking daddy ass. Yeah, he did the DX. I got suspended from school pointing to my crotch. I remember that. I'll, I'll watch this next week too. see what's up. So, yeah, I, I think it's harmless. It can only do good in my book. I'm not worried about it, to answer your question. What do you feel about it, Matt? I don't know. I, I It's hard to say. I mean, I can definitely see the acclaimed reclaiming the titles at Revolution. At the same time, I don't know who the other teams are going to end up being. Like, I couldn't even guess at this point because... I just feel like that tag division's really hurting. Like whatever the elite get focused on, I feel like is what becomes the hot thing. Like right now the trios sure. division's really cool. I don't think they've done a good job with storylines, but the matches have just ruled. As far as tag matches go though, it it almost feels like a really mid-card tag division right now, which maybe you that's know okay. The tag matches are always good when it's four-way though. Remember when it was Keith Lee and Swerve versus like uh it was almost like a year ago. At oh, Revolution yeah. wasn't, and it was Jungle Boy, and that they they know what they're doing. They'll get somebody good in there for sure. They always do a really good job with these Texas Tornado four way tags. If that's what it's gonna be, I trust it. What's going on with Hook and is it Orange Cassidy? Aren't they like tagging or something like that? Well, the last I heard, I know it was Jungle Boy and Hook. Jungle Boy. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay, dude, what's up with that? Well, that's all. They're that's not, gone Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy said he's done. He's going he's after done, a done? single star. Yeah. yeah well, well, Chris. I would Christian have liked Cage, to see that a little bit. Christian Cage came back last week, so yeah, yeah, that, yeah. He's moving. He's moving on to that. Gotcha. Yeah, that was kind of fun and interesting for a little bit. I would yeah, have liked just, that. I mean, throw okay. So just throw a team like that in there, then you're like, oh, this is cool. So at least it piques your interest. You know, they're not going to win. It's going to go to one of the two teams that are focused on. So yeah, they'll throw some wild cards in there. Maybe they'll throw us a little swerve. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if Sasha could come back for revolution, I think that would really help the women's division. We've talked about past shows that, um, you know, women's division is kind of hurting, give them a little aim. And uh, yeah, I think, I think revolution will be very good. I'm excited about it. It's coming up. So We'll have to wait and see what happens on Dynamite this Wednesday. Um, should be fun. So we're getting to the back end of the show tonight, guys. So that can only mean it's promo of the week. And it comes to us from Phoenix, Arizona. This person, Jordan's probably hot off the Super Bowl. And hot. <laughs> Still probably 80 degrees down in Arizona, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's nice. This is a Miss Elizabeth promo. So this yeah. is a first. He, uh, Jordan says, Miss Elizabeth was such a good manager, 
beauty, brains, and talent rolled into one. Rest in per rest in peace, first lady of wrestling. Thanks, Jordan. That's really nice. You know, give a little shine to the beautiful Miss Elizabeth. So this is um from WrestleMania five. And uh yeah, I'm interested to see what this is all about. Let's take a listen. Tell you something, Macho Man. There's two reasons. 
reasons. There's two reasons, brother, why I don't take your head off out of here right now. The first reason is I've got more respect for my manager than that. No way. And the second reason is, macho man, I'm going to wait till WrestleMania 5 to take your head off. And I'm also going to take back what's mine, the WWF Championship, because it's going to be mine again, macho man. Whoa! Elizabeth making a decision. She will not be in her Hogan's corner, but she definitely will not as well be in the macho man's corner. Well, I'm confused, McMahon. If she's not going to be in Macho's corner and she's not going to be in Hogan's corner, just where will she be? She is signed. She must be there. She was quite the lady of first lady of wrestling. She was pretty quiet, but she carried a big stick as far as respect goes. She was very loved in the wrestling world. Uh, her and Randy's relationship, people would be in tears, you know, when things were on the rocks and then we get back together. Yeah, she's very important to wrestling, wouldn't you say? Yeah, man. Oh, she, yeah. She was one of the best of all time as far as valets and wrestling. I, I remember watching WWF as a kid, and my parents were into it, like, probably more than I was during that. <laughs> and I remember even my mom, especially my mom, thought Miss Elizabeth was, like, the best. Like, And it's funny Mike, because to your point, like, she didn't really talk all that much. It was like she was just kind of caught yeah, in this situation with yeah, very quiet. Kind of caught in this situation with Randy Savage, and I, I think that's what really hit home for a lot of people is she could have been anybody, but she wasn't just anybody. She was Miss Elizabeth. So, it, well, yeah, plus she kind of had like that royalty look to her. Remember when Princess Diana was real hot when she was in the spotlight? She kind of dressed the same, fashion forward, nice haircuts all the time, tan, dresses. really nice. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they were right on par with that. And remember when they were, who was she supposed to be the manager for initially? Do you all remember? Remember they brought out like six different valets and they're like, well, these are all great valets. And it was like Bobby the Brain Heenan, Slickster, Lou Albano, like a bunch of other like high quality valets. And then they bring out Miss Elizabeth and nobody knows who the fuck she is. And she didn't even say anything, but the rest is history. I, I do remember not that remember wrestler. that. I don't Neither remember do I. that. <laughs> Yeah. But I'll tell you what, um, funny enough, so we have a bonus episode that's going to be coming out someday here in the near future um, with our very own Steve Groschmidt doing a takeover at Keep the Cafe. But he's going to be talking with uh, one-time guest host Gary from Ohio about Lanny Poffo, just a little bit more of a deep dive into the life and times of Lanny Poffo. Funny enough, they do talk a little bit about Miss Elizabeth and how she tied into Randy Savage's history and sort of where, how she ended up getting into this position so mike to your point like you know you had asked well how did she even become a valet if you want to find out you gotta to listen to keep the kayfabe takeover coming soon man now that is a segue right there matt so yeah i don't think i got anything left uh after that because you kept it triple h right there bro thanks for taking us out of the show tonight so fans out there stay humble stay hungry and stay hard Triple H. She's got style, she's got grace, she's a winner. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, she's a lady. Talking about that little lady. And the lady is mine.